Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 67. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Tuesday night. Uh, the reason I wanted to get on here, there's a couple little, you know, i got to uh, give some thanks for some other people that have made some comments and just some things I needed to, a little bit of thanks I needed to give out. Uh, in the last episode, episode 66, I had a call in that started off the episode and uh, I didn't really know the person's name. Uh, I just knew that on uh, the Anchor app, he was 12 months slash 12 cameras, I believe, something like that. Um, anyway, I found out who it was. Uh, uh, the gentleman's name is Mike Williams, and he did a project called 12 Months, 12 Cameras. And you can find that on YouTube. It was like a project he did where for a year he would shoot one camera a month, 12 different cameras for the 12 different months. So, yeah, um, you can also find him on Instagram at 12 months, 12 cameras to follow along his Instagram account. I wanted to get his information out there because uh, I really appreciated his call in in the last episode. And I was going to try to put his call in back in again on this episode as well to, in case you missed last episode. But apparently I can't do that now because I've already posted in the last episode and it's not like on my Anchor app anymore. So, But anyhow, yeah, check out uh, Mike Williams, 12 Months, 12 Cameras on YouTube. Uh, he has a Facebook page and uh, on Instagram at 12 Months, 12 Cameras. Also, uh, I mentioned Neil Piper had uh, given me a little love on Instagram with a post that he put out uh, about this podcast, and he has started a a blog on his website, and uh, it's you know it's, he calls it like three minute tips, and he's talking about a lot of uh, you know questions uh, about film photography. So definitely check that out, Neil Piper. It's at uh, his website is www.neilpiper, uh, that's N-E-I-L-P-I-P-E-R, neilpiper.com. Uh, when you go to his website, you'll, there's like a menu uh, at the top, and you click on that, and click on the uh, part of his website that says, uh, Blogging a Dead Horse is the name of uh, his, the blog section of his website. And he has these little three-minute film tips, so definitely something to check out. It's good to see Neil... Uh, getting his voice out there and let's see what else cool has happened here oh yeah i finally listened to the studio c41 podcast that came out a couple days ago number 16 where they had uh robert ham and andre dominguez talking about the new box uh camera and the the new boxes back camera and uh Robert Ham actually gave me a little shout out on that podcast from a phone call that I had with him uh, last week. And so that was super cool. Thank you, Robert, for uh, putting a little, uh, putting a little, uh, you know, a little shout out to me on, uh, on, an, on the Studio C41 podcast. That was really a, kind of a, a real kick to hear. Uh, it was much appreciated. Also, on the, actually on Neil Piper's Instagram post, uh, about my podcast, um, somebody made a comment, and it, this comment just really kind of kind of made my day. Actually, kind of made my week. Uh, but one of the commenters was uh, London Camera Project, as the Instagram account, and their comment. This is so nice. They said, 
This guy has such a great voice. He's so lo-fi and human. It's lovely to just listen to a few at a time. Wow, that's that's an, that just really it made my day and made my week, and it was really very very nice and so uh, so happy uh, that. There's another listener out there that enjoys it. I don't know about me having a great voice, but uh, lo-fi and human, I'll, I'll take. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, just a couple of little, you know, shout-outs and love I wanted to give for the people that have shown me some shout-outs and love, I guess. So wanted to get that out, uh, you know, before I forgot, or you know, before it, you know, while while, while it's still hot off the presses. So the other day I was kind of going through, I've been doing a little kind of, I don't know, purging a lot of stuff and, you know, rearranging things. And I ended up running into uh, some of my old uh, photo books I've collected. I don't have a real extensive collection of photo books. I used to have a ton back when I was first learning photography. Um, I basically just, I went to my favorite old camera store. He had a whole, you know, bookshelf full of old 70s and 1980s photography how-to books or whatever and I would buy um, just every one that he had I just I would go in there every week buy a couple more run read through those and and then the next week go buy and buy some more I also went to a store called half price books here in the United States and I used to buy tons of how-to books from them as well and then eventually I started actually buying like photo books of, of you know the classics uh, master photographers or whatever that we're all so familiar with but I found uh, you know I got rid of all the how-to books I sold those back to half price books because you know I'm such an expert at it now I didn't need those books anymore right <laughs> no but I mean yeah a lot of those sell uh, how-to books I got rid of those you know but I kept all the nice books of like famous uh, photographers uh, the ones I really liked and um, you know, I was trying, thinking about my favorite photographers, and you know, of course, of course, I love Ansel Adams. We all, he's a master, and that's that's an easy choice. And uh, Edward Weston is one of my other favorites, and I have a couple of books of his photography, and it just never fails to amaze me every time I skim through them. Uh, probably my favorite is uh, Wynn Bullock. Um, he was, yeah, I don't know, he had his own thing, man, and. Uh, I just, if I had to name my favorite of the classic master photographers from back in the day, uh, I think it would be Wynn, Wynn Bullock would be my, uh, my, my first choice, maybe, uh, if I wanted to be, you know, not, I mean, he's still pretty obvious and, and one of the famous ones, but, you know, maybe not as obvious as Edward Weston and Ansel Adams and all that. But looking through those books again, it got me thinking about, you know, who's going to be the Anzo Adams in 150 years, 100 years from now? Like, who that's doing photography today is going to be considered a master, uh, you know, and that people are going to study 50, 100 years from now? I'm sure they're still going to study Anzo Adams, Edward Weston, and those types. But who of the modern photographers is going to going to be that person and is the market so saturated with photographers and good photography that that's not really you're not going to have that there's not going to really be uh, somebody that's considered a master of the art form uh, that people studied years down the road are they still just going to be studying you know Ansel and Edward and 
all these, uh, these, you know, the ones we're all so familiar with. I, you know, I don't know. I, I think uh, it's an interesting. Um, I've, I don't know. Just something got me thinking about it, and I was like, huh. I wonder, like, who is the who's the master right now <laughs> that's still living and producing work right now? And uh, I, it's. I, I don't claim to be an expert at it, so I, I, I couldn't give you any suggestions, really, because, uh, you know, I just I don't have a whole lot of time to investigate that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't know. Do you, th- do you think it's going to be somebody will stick out from that's photographing today? Or maybe is it because that these guys, and I'm talking about the classic guys, because photography was such a new form of art, kind of considered a new art form at the time, and they were actually kind of fighting to, uh, you know, get relevance to photography as an art form. Uh, maybe now that photography's kind of been accepted as an art form, that maybe it's not the, uh, you know, maybe no one's really going to stand out, like, because those guys kind of were some of the people that helped put this uh, you know put photography as an art form out there and, and to be accepted as art because remember it it wasn't really accepted as art or that it could be art when it when it first when people, when people were first trying to make it that uh, there is one modern photographer I think that comes to mind and again I'm not an expert at this and I know there's tons of others out there but one that may be kind of considered a master of the craft that maybe people could study. Uh, A guy named John Sexton uh, does really amazing work, and I'm really blown away by his stuff. I kind of want to get one of his photo books or something at at, uh, some point. Um, I'm not even sure if he has photo books. Surely he does. Again, I'm not the the expert at this, but uh, everything I've seen of him online has been pretty amazing. But even John Sexton has ties to Ansel Adams. Uh, during the late years of Ansel's life, he was his, uh, John was uh, his photographic assistant and his technical consultant uh, to Ansel Adams in the last years of his life. So there's ties to Mr. Ansel Adams. And so maybe, um, maybe that's, you know, that, he could be considered somebody to study 50 years, 100 years from now. I do wonder with digital photography and so many people into photography, if that's uh, maybe why it's going to be really hard to, for the cream to rise to the top. You know what I'm saying? The cream of the crop rise to the top. Isn't that a, isn't that a rap song or something? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm also not an expert at rap and hip hop either, but uh, apparently. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I do really like John Sexton's work, and uh, I, but he again has ties to Ansel Adams, so it's not that far removed from, I guess, the the masters of the craft. Uh, you know, one funny thing is uh, the art show that I participated in for the longest. Um, since I've been doing photography and trying to sell photography, uh, a lot of a lot of the same artists are in it every single year. We all know each other really well, and you know we like to joke on each other as as because you know we got three days of an art show together, and, and 
got to pass time somehow, so we a lot of times we like to joke with each other. And one of the jokes they like to give me, I'm one of uh, there's there's a couple other photographers that do it with me, but most of them are you know painters and um, more of the art forms that are you know not as they're older and maybe not as young as photography, I guess. But they like to joke on me, like, oh, Mike, photography's not art, you know, come on. But, I mean, they're joking. They, that's not really what they think, but they just like to joke with me about it. And uh, it's always kind of a good good laugh. But uh, Because, you know, photography has struggled uh, early on to try to get relevance as an art form. And uh, the way I, I like to see it, the way I've always thought about it is, like, photography is like the rock and roll of art. In other words, you know, classical music and a lot of, uh, there's a lot of music forms that's considered an art form, but rock and roll was not necessarily considered an art form for a long time. And now granted that has been erased through time. And uh, But photography, kind of one of the younger arts, much like rock music is one of the younger music forms, even though it's not that young anymore <laughs> and neither is photography, but they both kind of remind me of each other. Uh, and the fact that both kind of struggled at first to really be considered any sort of art form. So, uh, yeah, again, photography is the uh, rock and roll of, of the art world, But uh, which I like that. I'm a, I like rock and roll, so there you go. <laughs> All right, that's the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. You can see my photography. Uh, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography, on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, and you can email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. Everyone stay positive, take some cool film photos. I will see you real soon. Thank you very much.